I'm so excited to talk with Rick Frederick today. How about you, Jamie? Yes, it should be it should be fun. We haven't talked to Rick for quite a while. So we used to get to go to Rick's ranch at least once a year, if not more. Uh, Rick and Tracy were kind of known for hosting one of the funnest ranch sales of the year in the Longhorn industry. Um, I can remember a time when uh, Tracy, I think one year kind of started off, she did it as a joke, I think, um, but she decorated a porta potty at the ranch sale just for the women. Um, and then the next year we would come back and it would be that the women's porta potty was like three times the size of the man's and it had, <laughs> it had mm-hmm. pink in it. It had, um, I don't know, all sorts of lotions and perfumes. She's trying to make it as pleasant of an experience, I guess. Do you remember that? I do remember, yes. And I do think one of the actual porta potties was, was pink. So she, uh, definitely yeah. went over <laughs> the top. Not only with her porta potties, but just, uh, just decorating in general. Everything was, everything was top notch when Rick had those sales. Yeah. And so he has a lot of experience, um, being a host of a sale himself. And I know he's also helped with the TLD GTA sale for a number of years. And that's actually what Mm -hmm. we're going to talk with him about today. Um, I guess some people call it the TLD GTA sale. Others call it the cattle baron sale. I think it kind of goes by both names, but I'm excited to hear what he has up his sleeve for this year with the planning. Yeah. Yep. It should be fun. Those sales are, they're fun every year. Should we get started? Yeah, sounds good. Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Jamie, and this is our From the Pasture with Hired Hand podcast. As the owners of Hired Hand website software, we've been developing websites and creating internet marketing strategies for livestock breeders for the past 10 years. The majority of our customers are involved in the breeding of registered animals, such as Texas Longhorns, Highland Cattle, Horses, and White-tailed Deer, where the pedigrees are very important. The From the Pasture with Hired Ham podcast examines many of the differences in raising pedigreed livestock for maximum profit. Join us and learn what we're covering today. In today's episode, we'll be talking with Rick Frederick from the TLBGCA about their annual cattle baron sale. Hi, Rick. Thanks for taking time out of your day to join us. Hey, I appreciate the invite. Let's start off with you telling us a little bit about the TLBGCA. Uh, we're we're a, uh, a non non nonprofit uh, group run by volunteers. We're uh, probably the largest affiliate of the TLBAA. Um, our our members are Longhorn enthusiasts, own own long own Longhorns, and uh, participate in these sales of maturities. So uh, we've we've got got a good group of people. We uh, do do a, a few shows each year in conjunction with our sale and maturity. We put. Uh, a good amount of money out for scholarships each year to uh, uh, help help kids get through school, and uh, we we place a lot of uh, Longhorn cattle uh, donations in uh, kids' hands to show and uh, earn earn more money for scholarships. So it's a it's a win win for the kids, their uh, uh, future schooling, and the Longhorn industry as well. So for those people that might not be familiar, TLBGCA stands for what, Rick? Texas Longhorn Breeders. Gulf Coast Association. We work out work out of the Houston area, um, kind of kind of a kind of a big area, big big area, um, east east west north, but uh, based out of the Houston area along the Gulf Coast. Okay. You also mentioned the TLBAA, which is Texas Longhorn Breeders Association of America, right? Yes, ma'am. That's that that is our parent our parent organization. We're an affiliate to them. 
Perfect. And they're also located in Texas, down in Fort Worth, right? Yes, ma'am. They're just just north of us, Fort Worth, Texas, right there in the in the old uh, stockyards. Great. Um, so, what is the date of this year's sale? Um, it's a, it's a paturity and sale. The Winchester paturity is March sixth. The sale, the cattle baron sale, is March seventh. It's a Friday Saturday. The uh, Winchester paturity is the longest. Uh, it's it's actually the original paturity for uh, Longhorn cattle. And I've named the Winchester Futurity because the Winchester rifles or rifles in general are, are passed out as the top prize. And uh, the Cattle Baron Premier Longhorn Sale, um, golly, it dates all the way back to the Houston Livestock Show over 20 years ago. And it's, it's on uh, Saturday the 7th, March 7th. And I understand that this year the sale is at a new location. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, it's a it's a move for us. We've we've been in Navasota for a lot of years. We uh we've moved to a a, a bigger bigger better facility that's going to be in the uh, east of us a little bit in Crockett, Texas. It's the uh, East Texas Livestock Auction Barn on Highway Seven in Crockett. It gives us uh, more more uh, more pen room, drier pens, a much better facility, uh, and. It, it uh, actually enables us to uh, make the paturity a little bit bigger and add some bull classes to it, which we've never had. That sounds great. So, is it so? Since adding bull classes, does that change any of the schedule or the format or anything, or is it pretty simple to work those in? You know, we we've always operated the the Friday paturity with uh, ten or eleven heifer classes. We still we still have the ten classes of that. Of the heifers, uh, we've added seven classes of bulls, uh, the cutting out some of the, some of the older, older classes, uh, be the first year that we've done bulls as a paturity class. Uh, we think it's a nice setup because we have lots of, lots of space in this facility and gives us, gives us more room to operate a, a bigger paturity like that. We, we had talked about adding bull classes before, but, uh, it's, a it's always been a, a space deal of not not having the, the room uh, the these uh, livestock facilities and auction barns that uh, we all operate out of for these uh, functions have some of them have their sales different times of the week the ones that the one we moved from used to have a sale on Thursday and when we, we came in on Thursday night and Friday a lot of it was still full with their cattle from their commercial sales so this one has a Tuesday sale so it's much much bigger to start with, and uh, the sale being a lot earlier in the week, it's it's really a plus plus for us. We're looking forward to getting there and uh, having our function. That sounds like it'll be really nice for you guys. Um, who are the hosts this year for the sale? The, we we have a, a, about ten or twelve sponsors with the uh, with the faturities. The uh, the host is going to be our our Gulf Coast affiliate. Uh, the uh, sale sale uh, sale consigners were uh, are probably our our biggest biggest star in it to help us put the put the sale together. But uh, the host will be the Gulf Coast affiliate, the TLB GCA. Perfect. And are you all offering any type of a social or anything like that in addition to the security and sale? Yes, there, there'll be a a, a social uh, Friday afternoon after the. After the uh, faturity is over, and uh, part part of the social, we'll do the awards for the uh, faturity as, as well as have a have a social and uh, 
get get ever get everyone together, have a, a meal and and uh, some drinks. And who's going to be your auctioneer and your ring staff for this deal? We're we're uh, stick, sticking with Joel Emily and his staff. Joel has done our sale for many years. It's a it's a good good fit for us. Uh, the the faturity, uh, I believe Brent Bolin will be our our announcer for the faturity. He's part of the part of the staff along with Steve Azinger putting the faturity together, as as well as the sale. And uh, I think the the uh, the one two punch uh, with uh, Limley and they're running the auction will be a be a good combination for us. After last year with Brent putting your face on a target, you're willing to have him back for the fraternity, huh? You know, Brent Brent is a, a one of one of it's there's a lot of fallout with trying to control Brent, but Brent Brent <laughs> is what Brent is. Uh, he's 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 uh he's been trying to trying to take on Chuck Norris for several years as a as a side attraction and you just don't mess with a man that wants to take on Chuck Norris and you can't control him. <laughs> you just give him the mic and hope for the best. Thanks, thanks for asking. Thanks for asking. But uh, Brent, 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 Brent is as Brent as Brent does. He's a he's an asset to the business. We're glad to have him be a part of. It. Well, Jamie and I are also going to be back this year for Hired Hand Live. I think we've um, done the internet bidding for you all for several years now, and we always really enjoy it. Uh, one exciting thing that we're able to offer new this year to folks is that they'll be able to pay for their online purchases with a credit card. So we're excited to see how that goes. So that's something we're excited about. The credit card's always a plus. When you help people pay for things, uh, it's, it helps us sell stuff. So um, the hard, hard Hand Live is really an asset that sales uh, have, have to have nowadays because it, it makes you multidimensional. It brings brings additional bidders in. It covers a lot of extra ground that you can't cover on your own. And they they started out with uh, Longhorn sales and Longhorn industry, and they they've kind of tailored their, uh, their their bidding and their business to that. They have a good following, and hard hard hand live is a is a plus for any sale. We're we're excited to have. Them. Well, thank you. When can folks expect their sale catalog in the mail? Early early February. Um, we expect to have it online and uh, print it shortly after that and send it. Um, having it having it exposed to the to the public and the consigners and everyone, though, maybe three or four days up to a week before it's actually printed is is also a good good way to to uh, police police it. If you have anything crossed up in it, a good good way to make corrections on it before it's sent. It gives you a lot a lot better product whenever it's printed and sent. But uh, early February is going to be the answer for both preceded by the online version. Okay. And if there's someone that isn't maybe on your list or that would like to request a catalog, should they contact you or is there someone better that would be good to contact? No, it'd be, be perfect for them to let me know. They can e email me or, or, um, or call me on a cell phone. Both are listed with the TLBGCA's website. Uh, my, uh, if you're if you're listening, want to write it down. My cell number seven one three three zero five zero two five nine. My uh, email is Rick at isinc dot cc. Either way of contacting me is fine. I'll make sure we get a catalog in our hands. Love what you're hearing. Be sure to check out our pickup truck confessions. It's a video series where we hop in the truck or rental car and interview a variety of breeders about what drives their passion for their livestock, how they got started in the breed of their choice, marketing tips, and more. And now, back to the podcast. 
So because you're located um, down by Houston, is that where most of your consigners are from as well, or do they come from all over? You know, we've had, we've had people from, from uh, out, out, of, out of state and big, bigger, big areas uh, come, come to us before. Uh, a lot of our, a lot of our consigners is our, um, I guess our, our staff past and present. Uh, we've got consignments from the, the, uh, the Azingers, the Wilhites, Aldridges, the Woolies, the Drennans, uh, reaching, reaching out to people from different areas, uh, Becks, Duns, Kings, uh, Lord Thompson, John Helm. I mean, that's, that kind of, that kind of goes. That's Alabama, Florida, Louisiana. So it cover, covers a little bit of ground, but, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's our, our really, uh, serious, uh, longhorn breeders. It sounds like you have a good group of consigners. How many consignments for the sale this year? It, it's going to be in the mid sixties. Uh, we, We've always highlighted the the twist uh, animals for this sale, and uh, we have eight, 18, 18 to twenty really good twisted cattle in it. Um, I think that uh, the the uh, the sale will will start with the with the heifers heifer lots, and uh, we'll sell the sell the twisty lots in the in the uh, middle of the balance of the sale after the heifers are sold. Are there any standout consignments? I've, I've looked through the, the catalog trying to figure out the best animals in there. The, really, the twist stuff jumps out to me because that's, that's what we're highlighting is, you know, you never know how some of the young heifers are going to sell. There's some really good genetics in it. Uh, we have a, an 85 inch cow that's got a good amount of twist from the, uh, Clenards. Uh, we have a, a, uh, uh, FHR or Metz, uh, Dale Metz has given us a gorilla cow that really has a hard twist, hard tight twist to her. The Truxillos have a, uh, a cow in it that's got a whole lot, of, whole lot of color and a, a whole lot, of, whole lot of twist with some little bit of weight, weight to her horn. You know, not big bases, but a good, good solid cow. So, uh, that's a, that's a, the ones that, that really jump out to me are, I'm going back, going back to the twist part of it. Yeah, a little bit of tip to tip with the twist. And it ought to be a win-win. If you had to guess out of, um, the consignments that you have, you, which one do you think will be the top seller? I, I think our top seller will come out of, come out of the core of the, the twisty, twisty cows. Uh, okay. Some, somewhere, somewhere in the, Somewhere in the 18, 18 to 20 cows with good twist in it. I think the longhorn industry is going that direction. I think those animals will be recognized as the, as the, be, the better value. And I think our top seller will come out of that category. So as folks are listening to this and getting excited about your sale and hopefully planning to attend, um, do you all have a host hotel that they can uh, look up to make their reservation? The, the, the ones most convenient to us and the ones um, in that in that area right there at, at, at Crockett, the more prominent ones, there's a there's a Holiday Inn Express and uh, the uh, uh, next next one would be the uh, Knights Inn, uh, Knights spelt with a K. They're both uh, Cro- Crockett hotels. Uh, we, we we do not have rooms uh, blocked for them, but uh, there there is a good amount of rooms available. Uh, if someone's traveling with a pet, the Knights Inn accepts pets, as in the Holiday Inn Express does not. 
So uh, that was that's a, that'd be the two two go to hotels that I would pick out in that area. And if someone doesn't want to stay in Crockett, um, what are some of the surrounding towns that maybe have, you know, some attractions or that they might find, you know, some shopping or that sort of stuff in? Um, Huntsville is due south of us, probably 30 miles. Uh, Due west of us is uh, Madisonville, about the same distance. And uh, I I would think that those would be the the places with the most abundant hotels and, and entertainment to stay in to those be those two towns. Okay. And Jamie and I always like to know when we're coming to somewhere we haven't been in Texas, is there anything cool that we should go see? Anything exciting? I know one year I think it was Steve that sent us to visit the giant teapot, the world's largest teapot. Um, is there anything in the new location that would be an attraction for folks to go visit? Well, it's a that's a that's a hard one to pick something out of. Um, something you might want to take a look at. There's a there's a um, there's a mansion in Crockett that uh, it, it looks like a historical home, big multi gable home built in the 1800s. I mean, just a monster monster uh, home. You think it'd be on the homes tour, and it is, but it, it's actually on the haunted house tour, and they they call it the Downs Aldrich House. So. Might, might be something that uh, would get your adrenaline up. I'd have to check that out. Well, Rick, is there anything that you want our listeners to know about this sale that we haven't covered? Um, the the sale barn is uh, state state of the art, really updated and really good shape. They have a big catwalk system that goes over the in, entire uh, uh, staging area or barn area or pens. And it's it's easy, easily accessed. Uh, the uh, the people looking at cattle don't don't have to get down in the in the aisle and and uh, walk in between the gates and the, actually see the cattle. They can they can view it all from overhead. So uh, there's a there's a cafe there that has has meals. It's going to work with us to help put the event on. That's part of the sale barn, and uh, it's a. It's really, really a great facility. We're, we're really excited to be there, and uh, they've been they've been good at working with us. So uh, we're we're looking forward to it. That sounds nice. We'll be sure to try to put a link to the sale barn if they have a website in our show notes, so people can go and maybe view some photos of how that system works and everything. Well, thanks for joining us today, Rick. We learned a lot about the sale, and we're really excited to make the trip down in March and uh, and and see everyone. All right, look, looking looking forward to y'all's help and uh, seeing everybody in the Longhorn business again. It's going to be a fun weekend. 